Dr. Bob. <laughs> How about that? Yes, that's my moniker uh, when it comes to my radio show, The Sports Doctor, or uh, any of the articles that I do and on the show. Dr. Bob's great, Emma. Nice to be back with you. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm telling you, Dr. Bob's a friend of the show, and he's been on a few times. We talk feet, we talk sports, we talk a little bit of everything. Um, Dr. Bob here is... Um, He's a podi- podiatrist, a foot doctor, and an ortho doctor for sports medicine. He's an author. He's a radio host. He's a man of the world. <laughs> he's he's a good guy. Um, Emma, so, flattery, will, flattery will get you anywhere. You know, hot uh, dog, hot dog. Add, add to the health and wellness and fitness of the audience. Mm-hmm. is uh, uh, what my whole goal is when I, I have the pleasure on joining shows like yours, whether right. it's the best shoe for my son or daughter, about one of my most famous articles, Women in High Heels Accepting the Challenge. <laughs> we talk about <laughs> the exercises. So uh, we're, we're glad to add some awareness as well as education in the important world of health and wellness. Again, whether you're the best athlete in the world or you're their grandmother. And we right. want to try to stay healthy or you're the grandkids and we want to try to prevent all these youth sports. Uh, so fire away, young lady. All right, my friend. Um, with all the number of kids playing sports, I mean, kids have been playing sports forever and all the injuries and stuff um, from overworked muscles to concussions. So um I know that on one of your shows, you had, you had spoken about concussions and kids and, and everything. So let's start with concussions. Um, I checked it out. And according to the CDC, brain injuries and concussions in children 17 years and younger in 2020 was 6.8% that have you know had a concussion. The awareness, Emma, about yeah. the whole word concussion. Yeah has exploded great. I've had people all over the world whose expertise is some aspect of dealing with, treating, uh, identifying concussions. And now we're paying much more attention. Years ago, it was in any sport, somebody really got hit in the head. Someone say, how many fingers? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Uh, It's been a nightmare. So the necessity of having the education of whoever's dealing with the youth sports, whether it's the coaches, the parents, uh, whether it's the referees, all paying much, much more attention. Um, uh, and again, the uh, huge situations in football that have brought this to just front and center, the challenge of concussions. And still to this day, Emma, nobody knows, Doc, how long is it going to take my son or daughter to safely return to sports and there is no exact science still right so a lot of it is subjective but we've come a long way baby and as a rule you want to make sure uh, that your son or daughter is honest in telling you whether they've had some trauma uh, and again youth football don't get me started <laughs> there is yeah no safe football 
it's concussions, it's collisions. Mm-hmm. And you, we have to understand this. And it's uh, uh, something that education is very, very important. There's a lot of parents who don't want their children to play contact sports. Uh, and it's a big topic of conversation. And uh, people need to be, parents need to be educated. Uh, and they need to take any head trauma as a potential concussion seriously. The psychologists that I have on the show who have right. dealt with high school world for decades say we have no idea what a problem this is and we need to continue to pay attention well just like um a few weeks ago the the professional football player who got hit and died on the field yeah yeah well that again that's one of these emergencies that everybody took a gigantic deep breath all of us have never experienced this on live television on monday night football Right. It was the the incredible care immediately. Yeah, uh, that, that he received. Absolutely. Saved his life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was flipping. I got home and, and turned on the TV and I flipped the channel and there was like ambulances on the on yeah. the football field and paramedics. And, you know, you've seen everybody in their neighbor. Now, you have to also take a deep breath and understand that 95% of youth sports at all levels, there's nowhere near this kind of right. preparedness to be able to deal with these emergencies. And we have to really pay attention uh, to the to the fact that uh, there are these uh, defibrillators that are available if people know how to use them and people know where they are and uh, right. uh, et cetera. Uh, and the uh, youth sports is a huge business, is a $20 billion a year business. Traveling teams, mm-hmm. clubs uh, teams, serious attention. We yeah. have my world also, the world of figure skating. And, you know, one of my poster boys, the tooth. I can't believe we're celebrating this week. <laughs> I know. 13 years that the young boy who grew up here in Naperville, Illinois, Evan Lysacek, won the Olympic gold medal in men's figure skate. I put orthotics in Evan's skates when he was 10. I'm yes. still putting products and 10 year old skates who are already doing double jumps and taking things very, very seriously. So, uh, or if your young son or daughter is a soccer player or they're a gymnast where we are rising very, very early. So uh, there is an epidemic, Emma, of youth sports overuse injuries, both physically Mm -hmm. and physically. Oh yeah. Think of the overzealous parent on the sidelines or dealing with the injuries that happen. Ankle injuries is still one of the most common injuries we see in mm-hmm. youth sports. And so we recommend, I don't care what your son or daughter, what sport they play. I don't care what their level is. One of the things we recommend, recommend big time in my book, Hashtag A Sports Parents, is strengthen your feet and ankles. Yes, yes. Strengthening your feet and ankles. It's a chapter called Essential Exercises, and we also recommend big time work balance. Work on balance with your son or daughter in their sport. Imagine you're balancing on a mini trampoline. Imagine you're standing on tilt boards. So we've been for, I don't know, 40 years talking about this, uh, <laughs> which is you know, prevent a lot of problems in youth mm-hmm. sports or if you're a jogger. Or you're a walker and you're wondering why your hips hurt or your back hurts. Mm -hmm. We pay attention to foot mechanics. Are you in the best shoe for you? So as a sports podiatrist, 
you know, you might say, what the heck do you know about concussions? And I say, I just have experts in all these areas, nutrition, physical training, and all of these areas that go into, um, I'll tell you a funny story. One of my numerous guests uh, is de developing a documentary called Youth Sports, Where Our Children Play. I've had him on 10 times. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. The pandemic got in the way. Probably this spring or summer, you'll see the documentary that we paid such big attention to all these challenges. The funny story is when he was first my guest four or five years ago, he said, youth sports is a $15 billion a year business, Dr. Bob. And a year or two later, while we're still talking about it and talking about all these things, he says, you know, Dr. Bob, it's a $17 billion a year business. And I had him on a month and a half ago, and he said, you know, Dr. Bob, it's a $20 billion a year business. It's almost a joke, which how big this is. And to understand the pressure on your son or daughter in their high school sport, especially in the traveling team sports, and the okay. better your daughter is, you know, uh, the pressure to play hurt. Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean, when I was playing uh, softball, it's like I would get hurt and the coaches say, walk it off, you know, just yes. walk it off, yes. shake it off. Now we've know. come a long way, baby. Oh, yeah. 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 And I mean, that meant talk about ankles. I mean, that ankle, my ankles are the weakest part because my feet, I'd be walking and my ankle will go, yeah. you know, it'll go like that. Talk a lot on the sports doctor. My science of orthotics is the orthotics are prescription inserts that go in your sports shoes, your figure skates, whatever. Right. Whether you're eight years old and we're trying to enhance balance, we're trying to prevent falls, that we want optimum alignment as best we can. Are you flat-footed? Do you have high arches? What's your foot mechanics? So when done properly, orthotics almost always are a big step up mm -hmm. in trying to half the females I've seen over 40 years. I don't want to date myself. Young <laughs> <laughs> girls in sports okay. are yeah. knee problems. I'm a, I'm a foot specialist. Yeah. So the female athlete where your hips are wider, mm -hmm. there's more angle down to the knee. You're going through puberty. You're going through hormones that cr help create the kind of flexibility that God willing, you'll be able to have children. Right. So the stress on the knees um, is is uh, in the world of ACL injuries and these knee injuries yeah. Yeah. is still four to one girls to boys. And I'll tell you, I don't want to jinx myself, but the women athletes I've seen in all areas, Olympic volleyball and softball and running, et cetera, when we included orthotics, non-contact i can count on one hand how many acl injuries i've seen over the years and i'm still yelling about it yeah. and i want a routine to pay big attention again to what are the biomechanics of your daughter when she's playing serious tennis already as a 13 year old yeah and to pay big attention to adding sports podiatry on your team uh with nutrition and training, and yet again, when I talk to so many experts, Emma, in all these areas, coaching or parenting or high-level um, uh, sports medicine, 
Uh, they're pulling their hair out, saying that still we're treading water, that still there's this philosophy of more is better. Yeah. And more pain, more gain. Right. And all kinds of things. And in the world of concussions, where, you know, Brian Urlacher, the great Hall of Fame middle linebacker of the Bears, years ago, yeah. he, he talking to somebody and he threw in the uh, expression that, you know, if I got my head dinged on the side in, 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 in the game, I'd come right. to the side, I'd say to them, hey, my foot hurts because I didn't want to have to go, you know, through the protocol and they're <laughs> going to keep me out for two mm -hmm. games. It's an exaggeration, of course. Right. But don't hit yourself when it comes to the young athletes who are concerned about admitting to their mom or dad or to their coach, you know, I'm getting headaches, mom. Uh, and the psychologists in high school who would hear all these stories, you know, my son can't sleep. He's uh, who knows how many times he's had trauma. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, ironically, the mental side is just as big a deal. One of the contributors to my book, Rob Andrews, Robert Andrews uh, is the founder of the Institute of Sports Performance in Houston. He's mm -hmm. got a wall gold medals because he's worked with all the Olympic gymnasts, the Simone yeah. Biles, all those teams. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, again, they were flabbergasted uh, uh, what these kids kept to themselves. We won't yeah. even, uh, we won't even, uh, again, in the doctoring and all of this abuse and the science of um, coming back from injury mentally. So we need to continue to pay much more attention. The better your son or daughter, um, the high level going for scholarships and all these pressures, uh, mm -hmm. the more we see it gets intense. So I tell sports parents all the time, be number one, don't be a critic. Right. Don't evaluate your son or daughter's performance in the car on the way home. Try your best. Yeah. <laughs> And it's hard. I mean, you know, they, they do it all the time. Yeah. Be educated. Yeah. Coaches and parents and uh, experts who talk about this side of things all the time. I have a lot of them on the show. Uh, and, and again, if you go back, if you go to sportsdoctorradio.com, you go to radio shows, you go back 10 years yeah. and you might hear or, or see the topic. Absolutely. We were including uh, the fact that, um, this is a very, very big challenge. And parents also, besides not being critics, sports parents need to be good listeners. You got to be talking to your son or daughter. Are you hurting? Yeah. You know, the famous Tommy John surgery mm -hmm. in baseball, right, mm -hmm. is now being done reluctantly many times on teenagers. Teenagers? Because of, yes, because of too much throwing and too oh. much abuse so yeah. uh one of the chapters in my book again is the prodigy sports and right. if you're in the good climate and you're a talented pitcher you might be pitching year-round oh gosh yeah and the wear and tear on your arm and your elbow oh. and your oh, oh my god uh and even though doctors and therapists and all these experts agree mm -hmm. we want your son or daughter playing multiple sports 80% of the women's gold medal soccer team grew up playing multiple sports. It surprises a lot yeah. of people. 
But still, the prodigy sports exist. And if your daughter's a gymnast or she's a figure skater, mm-hmm. even if she's a tennis player or soccer, the, the, uh, the pressure is to specialize. And yeah. we have to understand that we need to treat these kids and their families differently. Understand we call it repetitive motion injuries. Think about that tennis player who's swinging the racket a thousand times a week. So my famous sports therapist, the late Bob Guida, and I have a segment on my uh, radio show. Bob's been gone here. Uh, I call it Bob Guida Wisdom. And he would say, strengthen the opposites. And he would want these athletes to work on muscles that are involved with landing. He'd pay big attention to foot mechanics. Mm -hmm. Again, in preventing problems and trying to enhance performance where that's the interest. You know, you want to be a step or two quicker, strengthen your feet, man. Or oh, a woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I mean, the you, you watch, you know, football players or tennis players. You know, I love tennis. Um, I tried playing when I was younger, but I wasn't any good. Um, uh, you a fan? But, I'm sorry. Are you a tennis fan? Yeah. 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 Um, like the old, you know. Uh, you remember uh, Austin? Yes. I put orthotics in her tennis sneakers in the middle 80s. Nice. You remember Mac- McEnroe? Mac- I love John McEnroe. Yeah. 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 An expert in the athletic training for tennis. And they flocked to him. Jimmy Connors. Uh-huh. Uh, the, uh, uh, Nick Norm Bullitt Moore. Yeah. Passed away his academy. And the idea was tennis are the uh, top of the line as far as athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah training much harder but yes my pedigree i'll send you a picture of me and tracy austin on the sidelines i had a girlfriend uh and she was coming back from some chronic injuries yeah and she was the poster girl for burnout oh absolutely yeah doing with this was a big big deal Mm -hmm. uh so yes um i have contests a couple times a year emma we will ask listeners what sport requires the best athlete? It's a great question. Oh, yeah. And there's been answers, but uh, always was tennis was up there as far as, uh, you know, let's take a look at a five-setter, you know, with oh. McEnroe or something. And and, yeah. uh, or, and uh, Novak, one of my faves. Djokovic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. But, um, I mean – the strength and the agility and the, can you imagine the, the, when they get older, the knee pain, I mean, the arthritis from, all, well, you know, you're gonna be a pro and yeah. you're going to be in a running, jumping sport. Yeah. And you're going to deal with it. Now, again, the whole concussion side of things in the, in the football world yeah. where decades ago they woke up and said, Holy cow, this degenerative brain disease, CTE. Well, that was another one of my questions to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, where you have these these football players that play, you know, that just retired and have played for like 10, 15 years or whatever. Oh, you know and what? Then, brought, all of what they go through was oh, what yeah. we watched on television. It yeah. really, really brought to the forefront. Mm-hmm. What a mm-hmm. is now uh, another big factor. The athletes are much bigger. They're oh, they are. Stronger. Yeah. They're much yeah. So again, these collisions, it's remarkable. 
biomechanically in sports medicine to me, um, how these athletes can recover. And this is why rest and recovery, Emma, has become such a big deal in sports medicine mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in all areas where uh, the ability to uh, making sure that we're doing the best we can nutrition wise. Right. Right. We're, we're big attention to the mental side, visualization, meditation, trying to relax, you know, and you're getting paid millions of dollars a year. And what kind of pressure are you under if you're coming back from an injury? You know, well, yeah. And the, and the coach saying, you know, are you ready yet? Are you ready yet? And the sponsor saying, you know, you got to get out there and, you know, or, or even if they're not on the field, they're going to, you know, places and opening stores or whatever they do, you know, I mean, it's crazy. And then you got to go back and it's Emma, are being paid. And I think rightfully so, but it's the wild west, a yeah. great quarterback coming out of high school already. He's signing contracts yeah. with the, and this is a whole new crazy kind of, of uh, mental challenge. And that's where we've had experts in that area on the sports doctor talking about even the financial challenges, again, the sports parents. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you spend thousands of dollars a year on ice time for your figure skater or a young hockey player. And you, you're dealing with that uh, side of, uh, of things, you know, but there's, you know, not there's so many great parts of all of this. So many positives which we pay big attention to in the documentary and the articles that we write. Again, besides one to be, I have three big words we talk about, Emma. One is awareness. Mm -hmm. we, parents and coaches uh, to be aware of these challenges, both physically and mentally. We need education. We need parents and coaches and recruiters and everybody else to be educated about all of this stuff. And then we need positive action where we need to be making changes to try to change. You know, you can't get a referee signed up, Emma. I'm exaggerating. Right, because right. nobody wants to be a referee or an official because of the abuse they put up with. Oh, yeah. Even in sports. So this is why the challenge continues on both sides of the equation and why I like to come on and really make a big deal out of all of it on shows like yours uh, uh, because it's such an important part of trying to do the two things everybody cares about, right? Can yeah. I prevent injuries and problems? Somehow, right. can I stay out of problems? And number two, can I enhance performance? We're indicated. Yeah. You know, can, can my son or daughter jump higher? Or can they be two steps quicker? Um, and, uh, you know, what a big deal it was. And you, are you more effective? You know, take a look at girls' and women's sports, yourself yeah over you've played these athletes are incredible oh they are they are i mean it, it amazes me how they do do what they do you know so um that's key to these young softball players yeah. and these uh but then we started running into problems again with this you know they thought these underhand pitchers could pitch five days a week yeah and you can't you, you just physically, you know, and then whenever they blow out their elbow or their arm, shoulder or their, you know. And they're living on ibuprofen to be yeah. able to show up. This is a big oh, yeah. book, Hashtag His Sportsman. It's called uh, Youth Sports and Drugs. 
we're not talking performance enhancing drugs. We're talking over right. the count counter drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Pain medicine. And if my daughter doesn't take two Advil twice a day, her shin splints are killing her and she has competition oh. coming up. Yeah. And living on it. So yeah. this is a this is a big problem. And why well, we're all looking at holistic things, strengthening, yeah. going to a good physical therapist, getting educated on the best exercises my son or daughter could be doing besides the sport. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, it, it just to do like a roundabout thing. So you're not, like you said, just repetitive on one thing. Crazy. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. Gonna it's crazy. Not everybody's a gold medalist. No. Not oh, no. No. But I got news for you. When we talk about this mental pressure, whether it's Michael Phelps and yeah. how he incorporated mental training throughout the internet. Right. And act that even someone like him, the best in the world, had had problems. Or oh, it's yeah. uh, 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 Nicole Bile, the gymnast, yeah. who in the Summer Olympics didn't compete because she said, you know, I, I, I can't do it. Yeah. So mental health. Well, I hate to do this, Doctor Bob, but uh oh, where'd you? Um, time flies when you're having a good time. <laughs> time flies. <laughs> yes, it does. And my computer is acting stupid here. So, um, we've got ten minutes left in our in our chat. So, okay. um, I mean, we've covered pretty much uh, a lot of stuff. Um, I wanted to talk about the the overuse and everything. And we got into that. Uh, women, I'm sorry. How about women in high heels? Women in wearing women, heels. Well, there you go. And I was looking for my thing. I just, it went out of my head. Women in I can't wear high heels. My ankles go like that. I fall on my face. I can't do it. Uh, in podiatry, whether it's jamming the feet in the, in the shoe, the ball, the yeah, foot. No, I can't do that. Pressure on the ball. <laughs> like, but, yeah. Uh, Your toes is, are like that. Right. Putting, and, putting pressure on the corns of calluses. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of business women who live in heels. They're not wearing three inch spikes. No, but they're, they're like, yeah. Pants. They're wearing sometimes a different uh, heel height. So we have a few recommendations okay. for women who live in heels. And number one, again, is to give yourself some toe room. Choose shoes that don't jam your feet with the toes together. If you have problems with hammer toes or corns of calluses, absolutely include podiatry. They can save you by and trimming bunions. down. Bunions. Exactly. Uh, uh, another thing is when, when bunions are present, the dislocation of the big toe and the big the, the bump, and many yeah. times the foot type, this is important, Emma, the foot type that develops that, it's inherited. You know something? And years ago in my surgical career, we did surgery on the 68-year-old grandma. We uh -huh. did Bunion surgery on her 45, 50-year-old daughter, and we were seeing trouble already in the 14, 13-year-old developing the bumps. So we want to pay attention to um, the fact that foot type can be acquired. Right. And if we see bunions, we want to pay attention to hammer toes. So we don't want to jam the uh, uh, foot in the ball of the foot. And we want to tell women, if you wear heels all the time, again, strengthening your ankles, doing yes. some band exercises, alternate the heel height. When I would see European young women who were also athletic, they grew up in heels in mm -hmm. many instances. And then all of a sudden we would see when they started becoming more and more active, they would have Achilles tendon problems yep. because they shortened the calf muscle 
yeah. by the the uh, heel height. Yeah, inch and a half to two inch is when we start changing your posture. When we start changing the posture to just walk in the heels, you know that. <laughs> yeah, so, I can't do it. <laughs> um, seeing a good chiropractor, strengthening again your core, your hips, and your low back can yeah. save you if you're in heels every day. And this is a large part of our population, uh, especially in the business world, where women are in, in dresses or, or, or skirts, yeah. and yeah. they're wearing heels, and they want to be able to, like, uh, you know, Jessica Parker with Sex and the City, famous. And then, <laughs> fine, yeah, those you know? big old heels, I'm telling you. Know you. She today, she yeah. says, you know, if I knew then what yeah. I know now, yeah. I, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have done it. Quote unquote. No, no. So, so definitely, you know, come on, 50 something percent of the population are women. Yeah. And you have to understand again, number one, postural problems, knees. Again, yeah. your daughter I mean, plays sports. Yeah. You want to be aware of the biomechanics and the foot mechanics and consider very serious, at least over the counter, super feet. But yeah. properly. Now, what uh, about like the. Go ahead. Yeah. What about like the Dr. Scholes? You go into Walmart and they've got a Dr. Scholes. Uh, it's like saying to you, you know, Emma, you wear glasses and go to Walgreens. And if you want to yeah. pick up some readers and some generals, you might find them helpful. Yeah. That's not being casted or scanned for prescription. Well, I mean, or for like a, a, a quick fix until they can come and see I, you or, you know what go, I mean? Go pick up some super feet. Yeah. Dr. Over-the-counter art supports I've used for yeah. 40 years where I would tell somebody, I think you need more support. Pick yeah. up some Souls art supports your size, yeah. uh, something flexible, and then uh, see them, uh, wear them in your shoes. Like, you know, the most common foot condition we see in podiatry with active people is called plantar fasciitis. Arches, yeah. heels, common. Yeah. They hurt. They bother me. They do. I want to then but, uh, uh, tell them to, you can pick up something over the counter. Almost always it's helpful. And if it is helpful, orthotics could be magic for you. Still way underused in our population. Uh, it's not only podiatry. Right. Sports medicine, but the expertise like an eye doctor, optometry, uh -huh. you want glasses? Oh, yeah. You Go want see to see? The, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I hate to do this, but it's time to wrap us up. I mean, it goes so fast. I mean, it always goes fast with you. We'll have to we'll have to try and do a longer one next time. When you have a radio host as a guest. No, no, no. I I love to I love to have, you know, folks like you on because I give you a question and you just go. You know, I mean, that's part of it. You just, you, you get to learn and you get to learn from a pro. Well, doctors in segments. We want to, again, add those three, those three areas. We want to add awareness. We want to talk about education and we want to be able to talk about taking action and paying attention. If people go to my website, sportsdoctorradio.com, if they go over the radio shows, they go back to years. We're going to have you on sometime in the near future. You'll, we'll add you to the roster. We have thousands nice. of followers, Emma on on uh linkedin and twitter i can't tell you how many guests i get from those platforms mm -hmm. 
Sports Doc, D-O-C Radio. Follow us on Twitter. We have a lot of good sports medicine, fitness and wellness information. So uh, join the party. Oh, absolutely. And I just want to thank you once again, my friend, for coming on. Great and, um, you know, you, you, yeah, you have an open invitation to come on anytime you want. <laughs> anytime you want. We'll, we'll chat about. Yes, we'll do a sports medicine is in segment, maybe monthly. Talk to yeah. me about that. You. Yeah, that'd Thanks. be a good idea. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later, Dr. Bob. That was Dr. Yeah. Bob. I'll Yes, I'll send you the uh, uh, Deborah's site for us to spread the word. Yeah, absolutely. Not, and Great. we'll do it. All right. See ya. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Bob. Thank you, Emma.